Welcome, come on in to the Earth Church. I'm Reverend Billy. I'm from the Church of Stop Shopping, and today's a great day to be here. We have a treat for you, the big game. Are you ready? Yes, it's the new vaccines taking on the virus variants. More vaccines racing against more mutations with millions of lives at stake. That's today's story. That's the Super Bowl in the spotlight. No. Uh, no. Uh, no, people. I think um, I have to confess I've made a mistake. There's a far bigger story. I just about forgot. Extinction. That's where the viruses and the fires and the floods and the starvation has taken us. The extinction of all life. And in this information age, how is it that nothing has been able to persuade us that the sixth extinction, which is underway right now, is very real? How is this possible? Isn't extinction the blockbuster of all blockbusters? Isn't that the big game? Total mass death versus total mass life. No, there seems to be no drama or song, no movie, nothing. No video game, no app, no skywriting. All that communications. Nothing is bringing the apocalypse into focus for us. We know about it. We get the news. Something happens to us before we get to the actual meaning. Because if we really got it, then we would immediately act to save our lives. Wouldn't we? Well... Wouldn't we? I stand in my twisting garden, the sky it holds my gaze. I inhale the thoughts and inventions of so many brilliant brains. I wonder the ways, the pesticides, wonder in the grain. I sink to my knees, try to recall how to pray for rain. I stand in my twisting garden, the sky it holds my gaze. I inhale the thoughts and inventions of so many brilliant brains. I wonder the way that pesticides wander in the grain. I sink to my knees, try to recall how to pray for rain. I stand in my twisting garden, the sky it holds my gaze. I inhale the thoughts and inventions of so many brilliant brains. I wonder the way the pesticides wander in the grain. I sink to my knees, try to recall how to pray for rain. I stand in my twisting garden, the sky it holds my gaze. I inhale the thoughts and inventions of so many brilliant brains. I wonder the way the pesticides wander in the grain. 
I sink to my knees, try to recall how to pray for rain. How to pray for rain. Reverend Billy in the Earth Church. Yes, it's baffling why the life and death story of the Earth is not the big story. It seems like it has to be. The end of the world is a story that is used for commercial purposes in blockbuster movies. It's in academia, it's in religions. It's... But what about putting the sixth extinction at the middle of the table? And we pull our chairs up there. You know, what about the sixth extinction being in our commons mind? The way it ought to be. The extinction is a great story. <laughs> Extinctions are not the end of life. Otherwise, you and I wouldn't be here right now. Our ancestors got through those extinctions and Life insisted on surviving. The stories are amazing. There was one where the whole planet was ice and snow. Another time, noxious gases, incredible heat. Every extinction is unbelievable and life found a way. The ice and snow planet that I just described I believe I got this right. The life survived down at the bottom of the deep ocean canyons in the complete darkness down there where there is uh, hot water coming up from the volcanic center of the world. They call them vents. They know this because they have traced the DNA of the microbes to all of us. We're all of us carrying the experience of those survivors. Life got through that ultimate snowstorm, blizzard. So you have to ask yourself, why does life insist on evolving its way back to this flourishing, uh, the wetlands, the alpine meadows, the coral reefs that we inherited that we're destroying? Why does life persist? Why? And it may be that we don't want the answer. Because somebody who comes up to us and has the answer has their own creation story by a creator, some sort of God or some kind of, we don't want that. Personally, I've had enough of that. 
<laughs> in my life. The question is a story. The question is so fascinating. What did happen? How life survived is such a story. That story is teaching us. And this frees us to be fierce, unstoppable life ourselves. What do we face? These big bankers with their armies and their financing fossil fuel. And these dirty retail companies, Amazon, Walmart, we have our own extinction already happening. And let's you and me be that life. I'll see you down at the vent. <laughs> I'll see you some of the little animals that are able to survive despite all the, the dinosaurs don't get them and they find a way to get through. We are in the extinction now and bringing that drama to us now gives us something beyond the usual courage that involves ego and fear. We are the earth. We are the earth. We are that story. We are continuing that story. We are continuing that story. Let the earth tell the story. Be the earth telling the story. Now we got the power. The power of life. Amen. Somebody give me an earth alleluia here now. Oh, earth alleluia. 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 Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forest of the night. What a mortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry. In what distant deeps or skies burnt the fire of thine eyes? On what wings dare he aspire? What the hand dare seize the fire? And what shoulder and what art could twist the sinews of thy heart? And when thy heart began to beat, what dread hand and what dread feet? What the hammer, what the chain? In what furnace was thy brain? What the anvil, what dread grasp dares its deadly terrors clasp? When the stars drew down their spears and watered heaven with their tears, did he smile his work to see? Did he who made the lamb make thee? Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forest of thy night. What a mortal hand or eye dare frame thy fearful symmetry.
Earth is our government. Earth is our God. Earth is our economy. Earth is our church. We listen to Earth and then we go back to the old institutions. We go to the president and the generals and the holy fathers and the doctors of thinking and we get no response. Then we return to the Earth and await further instructions. We know that life itself is the best strategist. Earth speaks to us every day. The natural disasters are hard lessons. The silence of extinct life is a sorrowing Earth. What Earth knows is almost entirely unknown to us. The unknowable Earth is everything that we believe. It is all the commandments. It is common sense. It is where compassion comes from. We put personalities on Mount Olympus to represent it. We pray to the watery fire that creates a child inside our loved one. We dance all night. Now Earth is our only celebrity. Earth is the only famous being that matters at all. Human history was made triumphing over Earth. Now Earth makes history. Hello, welcome to News from the Natural World. I'm Savitri D. One in six people directly exposed to the devastating oil spill in Mauritius last summer are now reporting serious medical conditions just six months on. The fuel, manufactured by BP, was an experimental low-sulfur ship fuel never before spilled in the ocean. The vessel ran aground on a reef in Mauritius on July 25th and began leaking oil on August 6th. The spilt oil had spread over a vast area of endangered corals, affecting fish and other marine life in what some scientists have called the Indian Ocean Island's worst ecological disaster. In Maryland, one of the first bills to be heard during the 90-day legislative session that began January 13th is a bipartisan measure that would impose a statewide ban on intentional releases of helium-filled balloons. A violation would be punishable by a fine of up to $250. Helium-filled latex balloons can drift for miles before coming to Earth, or just as likely to water. Helium-filled foil balloons, commonly known by the trade name Mylar, remain buoyant much longer and can stay aloft for weeks and drift for hundreds of miles. A recent survey by the nonprofit group Oshana tallied nearly 1,800 reports nationwide of 40 different species of animal either swallowing or becoming entangled in some type of plastic. Balloons were among the most frequent plastic items involved. Nearly half of the incidents involved sea turtles, and close to 90% of all the affected animals have been either endangered or threatened species. House sparrows are healthier when they live in groups in which different individuals have different personality types rather than if all individuals share the same personality type. The surprising findings suggest that personality diversity promotes not only a healthier society, but also better physical and mental health for each individual within that society. While this study focused on birds, its results may be applicable to other social species as well. 
The Environmental Protection Agency said on Tuesday that one of the garbage barges helping clear the federal Superfund site in Brooklyn's infamous Gowanus Canal of toxic waste had itself sunk. The boat is part of the first stage of the massive dredging effort, which will remove over 72,000 cubic yards of disgusting sediment, often referred to as black mayonnaise a combination of industrial waste, raw sewage, and storm drain runoff that has accumulated in the canal since the 1800s. The EPA told the New York Times the horrifying mayonnaise gets its consistency from chemicals and sewage, while tar, decomposing plant matter, and carcasses turn it black. The dredging effort employs excavators mounted on barges small enough to navigate the winding canal to scoop the goop out. The newly submerged ship, which was docked at Gowanus Bay, sank after carrying a load of the stuff from the canal for transfer to a larger ship that would take it to New Jersey. The EPA is investigating the event. Experiments show people with contrasting views are more respected if they use personal experiences rather than facts in their arguments. In the first experiment, scientists simply asked volunteers to rate whether they would respect the opinions of another person more or less based on facts or personal anecdotes. More than half of such respondents reported they would respect another's opinions more if they were fact-based. Subsequent experiments designed to test these feelings, however, showed the opposite to be true. Researchers found that people were more respectful with people of opposing views if the person expressing their views used anecdotal experience rather than data. In taking a closer look, they found the more personal the anecdotes were, particularly if they were painful experiences, the more respectfully they were treated. And now, the sounds of extinction. A bumblebee. A bumblebee is any of over 250 species in the genus Bombus, part of Apidae, one of the bee families. This genus is the only extant group in the tribe Bombini. They are found primarily in higher altitudes or latitudes in the northern hemisphere, although they are also found in South America. And European bumblebees have been introduced to New Zealand and Tasmania. Female bumblebees can sting repeatedly, but generally ignore humans and other animals. Most bumblebees are social insects that form colonies with a single queen. The colonies are smaller than those of honeybees, growing to as few as 50 individuals in a nest. Like their relatives, the honeybees, bumblebees feed on nectar, using their long, hairy tongues to lap up the liquid. Bumblebees gather nectar to add to the stores in the nests and pollen to feed their young. Pollen is removed from flowers deliberately or incidentally by bumblebees. Bees beat their wings about 200 times a second. Their thorax muscles vibrate like a plucked rubber band. The muscle and wing operate at resonant frequency, leading to low energy consumption. Bumblebees are capable of buzz pollination, in which they dislodge pollen from the anthers of the flower by creating a resonant vibration with their flight muscles. In at least some species, once a bumblebee has visited a flower, it leaves a scent mark on it. This scent mark deters bumblebees from visiting that flower until the scent degrades. The bees learn to use this scent bouquet to identify both rewarding and unrewarding flowers and may be able to identify who else has visited a flower. 
Bumblebees are important agricultural pollinators, so their precipitous decline in Europe, North America, and Asia is a cause for concern. The decline has been caused by habitat loss, the mechanization of agriculture, and above all, pesticides. And here, the sound of the bumblebee. Reverend Billy here once again. I wanted to mention something about the Church of Stop Shopping. We believe in what's happening right now to us. We do believe it. We don't meet the wildfires burning an entire continent. We don't meet it with disbelief. We believe what we see. Three superstorms in the Gulf of Mexico at once. We believe it. The pandemic. We believe what we are all experiencing. We believe. What a word. Are you a believer? We believe in the earth. The earth isn't a belief system, some would say. Yes, it is. You can tell when you don't believe in the earth. We believe in the wild bees and the magnetic runway the flowers put out into the air for the bees. That's an observation by natural scientists, this invisible seduction. It's a poem, it's a song, a dance. The humans want to dance too. It becomes art and mathematics and organizational dynamics for planning communities. <laughs> humans, we want to dance that dance too. We want to put that magnetic runway out into the meandering honeybees of nature. Yes, I believe in the bees. And the flowers, I want to be there with them. I believe all of that. The Stop Shopping Choir walked into the micro-robotics laboratory in Harvard University, which is financed by DARPA, the inventors of drones and many other inventions. And, well, it's a little bit difficult to determine, you know, how this very well-appointed laboratory is financed. We walk in singing for the bees because these people are trying to create a robo-bee in this lab. Have you heard of the robo-bee? They want to pollinate industrial cash crops and replace the real bees with robots. And with the Pentagon money, the robot bees could be used for spying, it seems. We know that we believe, we believe in the bees, and they are in our meadows, and they are in our ecosystem where our beliefs are made and generated and 
remembered. We walked into that robotic laboratory that day with Reverend John Gibbons and Al Jazeera and with Elizabeth Colbert, who wrote The Sixth Extinction, and Savitri D. brought a big basket of fruits and vegetables she had collected that were pollinated by bees, which are dying now. After they dance in the magnetism of the flowers, after the bees fill up their buckets with pollen, and then they fly out of the flower and head to their home hive. They begin to fly back and they feel that something's wrong. Something's wrong. They begin to lose their way. They begin to fly in circles, circling around and around. Their navigation is haywire. From the neonicotinoids and the pesticides, from Bayer and Monsanto and Dow and DuPont, and they die. The bees are dying, flying. They spiral into space and they're lost at sea. Yes, we believe in the bees. What do you believe? I'm preaching to you now. What do you believe? Come out of your laboratories. Come out from behind your computers. See what all the singing and the shouting is about out here in the hallway. Do you want some fresh fruit and vegetables? Yes, we will sing to you about our belief in the bees. Come out here, come out here and be with us. You can believe too. We can believe with you. We believe, we believe in the bees. We believe, we believe. And now it's time to say goodnight. Yes, we want to thank the Stop Shopping Choir for not letting me sing alone. <laughs> Fran and Sunder, lovely Pray to Rain song. Thank you at the top of the show. Patti Smith, thank you for singing Tiger, Tiger, Burning Bright. William Blake, thank you for contributing to our discussion of evolution. How life on Earth changes and grows. The Fiery Eagles of Justice, Jason Candler on saxophone, the editor and co-producer of this show, Brendan Burke on the drums. Thank you, Brendan. Savitri D is the director of the Church of Stop Shopping. All of our activities throughout the world, well, throughout the world when there isn't a virus and we're locked down. Neil Young has helped us develop this show over the last couple years. Thank you, Neil, for your support. Pantheon Podcasts in California puts us on the podcast networks. And we'd like to put a, a special thank you out to WABC, especially James. James, thank you for being so kind and so patient with us in the differences that we have with the station that you represent, WABC. We've been on the 50,000-watt dial since September. Those of you who are listening to me right now on ABC, Please come and be with us at RevBilly.com, and we have there 
a podcast page, and you can listen to our podcasts there. Also, we are moving from the big AM radio, ABC, to our own live show. It's going to be an internet show available on RadioValencia.fm, Radio Valencia, here in New York City, live. So it's 1 to 3 Eastern Standard Time. It's 10 to noon in California. It's 6 to 8 in London. And we will be holding forth with call-ins and natural scientists talking to us and fun and music live, kind of an extension of what you're listening to right now. Well, amen. Thank you, everyone. Earth Illuminated.